brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Keyword Advancement Environment Podcast with Coco Body. I know, right? to the great podcast of Miss Coco Bowden. You know, I just want to empower women. That's all it is. It's to pass one knowledge to another person. All right, all right. So thank y'all so much for tuning in on all the different outlets, JPT uh, Productions, and also BSC Gospel Network. And we are now on Amazon, Alexia, Alexa. Y'all know I'm hyped up, right? Alexa, um, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Deezer. Uh, it's, it's so many outlets. We're even on Google Podcasts. So if you can, go ahead and share this out to your friends, to your family. You know, just share it to a woman. You know, make sure that the women are getting the information and knowledge that they need, you know, in order to um, move forward in this 2021 year. And so last week we talked about um, the vision board and how we needed God, you know, to give us the vision for our life. And this week we're talking about being more disciplined now so that whenever we do get the visions for our life, that we could be disciplined enough that we can carry out the necessary steps we need in order to accomplish our goals, in order to accomplish our visions We cannot do nothing without God, and you cannot do nothing without discipline. If you do, it's going to be all over the place. So now I need you to discipline yourself now. Okay, so let me go ahead and pray us in, because this is kind of lengthy, and y'all know how I get when I get to talking. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much 
for allowing us to come back on this line tonight on this podcast. Lord, I ask you to send your Holy Spirit down. Lord, whatever is needed in this lesson, Lord, add it. Send your anointing down so that yokes can be broken, so that women can see that they are so much greater than their past life, that they are so much greater than their failures. That they are not completely destroyed nor damaged too far beyond your control, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to also touch my lips, empty me out, and let me fill up from nobody but you, O God, so that I can help whoever needs to help on this podcast. And Lord, I ask you to touch those that have lost family and loved ones and that are going through coronavirus right now, God. Or any type of illness, God, any type of illness and sickness, I ask you to touch them for the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet according to your will and purpose, which is perfect in our life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right, y'all. So as you know, I am excited about this lesson here because this is one of the lessons that really helped me in um, getting through CPTSD. Again, through anxiety, depression, this lesson right here really helped me to learn and find who I truly was and what I was made of, my strengths and my weakness, y'all. And I'm talking about discipline. You know, it's one thing to discipline your children and then you go do something else that is totally opposite from what you didn't tell your children. So now you didn't became a, a instant hypocrite, right? So we want to make things right. So that we can have the life that we want to have. And so that we can still stay in the will of God and do the things that God has for us to do. And it's hard to do without discipline. Because self-control is right there. It's right there. It's one of the fruit of the spirits. And if you don't have control over the things around you, then just imagine... You know, how many things are going to get to you so bad till you actually faint during the process. And, you know, the Bible says pray. Pray without season. Pray so that you don't lose heart. That's why. Because you can have so many things going on at one time until, you know, it just seems impossible to get anything done. And, y'all, I'm going to give y'all a second or two to share this out with, with someone, you know, that... um. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Share this broadcast out with someone that you know may need to hear this to enlighten them and to help them make it through. I just need to share this into the Kiva group, by the way. If you have not yet hit me up in the Kiva group or sent me an invite request, it is Kiva Group on Facebook. We are on there all the time. I go in there and I do little um, Facebook Live audios. Um, I may eventually one day get to doing the video, but um, right now audio works pretty good for me, and it works pretty good for my ladies. Still have a great outcome in responses, and also Keeve Talk on YouTube. Don't forget to go over there and subscribe to the new show over there called Keeve Talk. I am on there telling history. I mean, you know, telling different things to help women. You know, where you actually get to see me, see me, see me. Um, this week's episode of Keeve Talk was all about black women and mental health, um, black women dying to be loved. And I go into, you know, some things about why they, why women are like that. You know, some of us black women of color 
are like that. Okay, so you have to go over there and catch it because I'm not going to talk about it here on this podcast, right? <laughs> All right. So, um, talking about discipline. So, what is discipline? Dix- discipline is the correction of disobedience, right? Um, to change your way of thinking of how to do one thing to doing it the right way. And it's something that you have to practice at. You know, I was talking last night on the live, and I was telling them, you know, you've lived the same way all of your life, so why would you think that you can go to a class one day and all of a sudden everything is going to be different? It does not work like that. There is no instant results. Um, We have miracles. That's what we have in Christ. We have miracles that happen. But instant things, you know, most of the time, if you're going to do something instantly, you know, it's for only that moment. And it doesn't linger. It doesn't carry on. But it's an instant thing. Um, So when you do something wrong, you know that there are consequences. But whenever you refuse to work on yourself and, and get through those issues, that means that you don't, you're an undisciplined person. And a lot of you have that spirit of just rebellious and being undisciplined, to be frankly honest. I know a lot of pastors that are like that and, and a lot of leaders in leadership that is like that. You know, they're, they are well-versed and disciplined in some areas, in the church and in business and stuff. But then there are other areas where you're like, how did they even make it this far? They don't even know how to talk to people. They don't even know how to deal with conflict, you know, and we have to know these things. Um, we have to learn these things basically. Cause not everybody knows there are women 60, 70 years old do not know. So it's good for us to learn these things because we don't want to walk around having false faith. Meaning that we want to believe that God is going to do something in our life. Something that we can't see. But yet, we don't do anything. You know, faith without works is dead. So, there's always something for you to do when it comes down to waiting on God. While you're waiting on God to fix whatever situation that you're going through, there's something else that you're supposed to be doing. And if you're not disciplined in that area to to keep going while waiting, then you'll be sitting around waiting and waiting. Imagine how many women I seen a picture one day on Facebook and the and the picture had um it was a woman who was with a man in a relationship with a man, had been shacking for like 30, 40, 50 years, it looked like. But anyway, by the time um he asked her to marry her, they were both really old. Like they were like deaf old <laughs> they were like above 90 and it was too late to really enjoy life in the fruit of the the um fruit of the um fruit of the relationship at that age so not being disciplined will lead us and guide us into into areas that we do not want to be in so when you do something wrong there are consequences but when you work on yourself That means you'll do better the next time. That means now you know what's going to happen if you don't do better. And there are, you know, and and another example of that. Let me just give you another example of that would be many women now are trying to diet. But they don't have discipline in that area. And so, therefore, it's hard for them to lose weight. They'll say, well, I'm doing everything right, but I'm still not losing weight. 
<clears throat> well, there are areas in your life that need discipline. And when I started the weight loss journey, by the way, I've lost over 80 pounds. And I can tell you my biggest area of discipline was I had to stop thinking like a child and saying that I'm not going to do this. I can't do that. I was just nagging my own self, you know, really aggravating my own self. To the point where I didn't want to try to lose weight anymore because I was so frustrated. And then, you know, it got to a point that I got sick and I was almost bedridden um, last year. Last year, I was almost bedridden. I, it got to a point where because of my undisciplinary actions, I was unable to really take care of myself the way I needed to. And I let too many things pile up on me at one time. And because I didn't have discipline in that area of eating, eating-wise, um, it wasn't necessarily the food for me. But it was, you know, um, I would say it was the emotional toll and shock of things going on around me. And because of that, I was, you know, acting like I was five years old. Just eating, snacking everywhere, snacking all throughout the day, eating tons and tons of candy. No, I got bad teeth, right? <laughs> no, I don't have bad teeth, but I'm missing a lot, right? So that lets you know that that's an area that I should not have been, you know, indulging in. But I did, and it happened, and I learned from it. What I learned laying in that bed is that you have to depend on somebody else to come help you. If you don't do something now then you're going to be always waiting for somebody to bring you something, bring you food, come give you your bath. You're going to always be waiting on somebody to go, go um, you know, to the bank for you. You're going to have to give away all of yourself, all of your information, just because you won't change your eating habits, because you're not disciplined in that area. So when it came down to eating, I had to treat myself like a kid. I said, now, if this is my child, I would not load my child up with lots of sugar. I had to parent myself into becoming healthy. And that's the road that I'm on. But it takes discipline. You can't just look at something and speak to it and it happens. It's not going to work like that. When we have faith, that means I don't see it yet, but I believe it's coming. So, therefore, I'm going to work towards what it is that I need until I receive my answer from God. I'm going to keep on working. I'm, even if it's nothing but standing for 50 seconds, that's doing something, you know. Okay, so whenever it comes down to being disciplined, you have to be willing to stand up and, and denounce the temptations that try to come. You know, that scripture says, um, you know what, let me find that scripture. Let me find that scripture for you. It is actually the um, resist the devil, resist the devil and he will flee. Let me see it. Let me, let me get this here. Let me see. Okay. It's James 4 through, let me see how far I'm going to read down. I do know it's James 4. Okay. James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God. 
Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The problem that we make is because we're not disciplined in the word of God, we think we can change the scripture to fit who we want it to be. We think we can say, well, just resist the devil and he will flee from you. And instead, we flee from the devil. Do you see how easy it is to be confused whenever you don't take time and really study the word and, and, and have a holy interpretation of what it means not leaning to your own understanding but it says submit yourself to god and then resist the devil and then he will flee not you flee so if you want better it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Discipline, discipline in your life, then you have to. Um Excuse me, y'all, I got hot here. If you want better discipline in your life, then you have to address your temptations, not run from them, but find out why are they such a temptation to you. Dig in that thing and get to know why you you have been having issues with resisting whatever it is that you have to resist. And then it will flee from you. So once you address it and you know how to handle that thing, then it will flee from you. You don't have to run and keep running and, and running yourself weary, not sleeping at night, not eating the correct way, um, hiding and avoiding people because you don't know how to deal with issues that happened 20 years ago. You won't have to do that anymore. Once you address that temptation, it has to flee. You ain't going to have to do nothing else but speak the truth on it. Speak the truth on it. Okay, the next thing is when you um, are being disciplined, when you discipline yourself, you have to change your perception about yourself. So many women think lowly of themselves. And I'm not talking about the good lowly. I'm talking about the low self-esteem, the lowly part where they don't feel like they're worth anything to anybody. The part where they cannot stand to look at themselves in the mirror, whether they are skinny or heavy set, they can't stand to look at themselves because so much emo emotional turmoil is going on on the inside. So much emotional torment and spirits is just working on the inside. And so they're unable to look at themselves, to look within and, and, and see the broody that they are. See what they bring to the table. Women, listen, you are bringing things to the table and you're not even you're not even recognizing these things that you bring to the table because you're so full of everything else. Change your perception about how you see yourself. I I am a good example of that and y'all know I would use myself in a heartbeat. Okay, so before I started losing weight, I was in the major depression, right? And so I was seeing myself as a monster because my butt was so big. It was it was knocking my little grandbabies down. They run up on me and they bounce right off. <laughs> I can.
can laugh about that now, though. But that's the truth, though. It, I had to be careful how I walked. I always felt like I had to walk a certain way without wobbling or else I was going to break something or mess something up. I had to be careful how I would sit down at places because I was afraid I was going to break things. See, my low self-esteem was there. Insecurities had kicked in. Because I was not disciplined in that area. I was not disciplined in the area of understanding range of motion and mobility until it got taken away from me. And that woke my eyes up. And that's when I started learning and, and you know, incorporating things to help me be become more disciplined. But I had to change how I saw myself. If I kept seeing myself as a monster... Then I couldn't get anything done. So women, you have got to see yourself better than where you're at right now. It's the vision, the same visions that we talked about last week. The godly visions will help you to see yourself farther along than you can even imagine. I never would imagine that I'd be jump roping at 380 pounds, at 400 pounds. I never saw that coming but the vision that God had for my life, I saw a smaller version of me. My goal was 350, but that's not the goal he had for me. That's not the plan he had for me. So when you start seeing yourself better and start speaking better to yourself, stop putting yourself down, then you're going to start seeing what God has for you more clearly. It's going to become clear to you. His will is going to start to become clear. All right, so the benefits of being um, disciplined, moving on, to the benefits of being disciplined is it allows you to achieve your goals out here. You know, you can set goals all day long that make you feel good while you're setting them, but that don't mean you're going to do them. And if you don't have the discipline that you need to do them, you will not do them. I can say all day long, I'm going to clean up the house. I'm going to clean up the house. It's my goal. I got it going on. I'm going to clean up the house this week. And nothing gets done because of the discipline in that area. So you have to make sure that you are seeking out discipline, ways to become more disciplined in the areas that you set your goals. If you set your goals in business, find out. Find out what are the ethnic goals in business. You know, what is the ethnic goal versus the moral goals that you may have for your business? What is your mission statement? How can you be more disciplined in your mission statement? See, it it doesn't just work for one thing. It works for all things in your life. Y'all, it's sip time. Y'all got your water. (laughs) Let's take a sip. Okay, so that may be something new that I add, sip time, (laughs) because I take a sip of water. I I drink a bottle of water every time I'm on this podcast. Um, My my voice just gets dry real quick. Okay, so um, when you're disciplined, you can achieve your goals, and then it, it will make you feel good about yourself. It will create new opportunities in you, the new opportunities within yourself to do better, to have more, to see yourself having more, to see yourself doing more. You know, when I started out, I started out with 
charity. And everybody was like, no, you need a 503. You you need to do this. You need to do that. And I was like, but, you know, this is where God told me, charity, charity organization. I didn't, you know, I know 503 is better, but that's the area where he wanted me to go. That's the area that he laid out the path. If I had not had confidence enough to continue on with the charity my charity right now might would be shut down, but to God be the glory. Even during this pandemic, I met, I had to shut down several things that I was doing, but I, I have still been able to be a blessing to others. As a matter of fact, that's how many of you are listening to this podcast because it is part of the charity of the BBS Divas. It's part of the charities. And it makes me feel good when I can come on here and I can help empower women who thought it was lost, who who thought all hope was gone and then just happened to stumble across this podcast and say, well, this woman, she sounds kind of like she knows what she's talking about, <laughs> you know, so it gives you hope and not only hope for yourself, but hope for others. You can become a better mother. You know, that's a beautiful thing. When you can become a better mama and, and you have the strength and courage to stand up to your kids and still discipline them as well. Even though they may be grown or grandchildren or your little nieces, you know, you can still discipline them because you have that confidence now inside of you to help you. So where does discipline start at? Discipline starts within your heart. And we have to be careful because our heart is deceitful at the same time to us. So we have to follow God and because uh, he's already working on the inside of us. So we have to continue to do the things that we're supposed to do, which is pray and fast. We have to continue to study scriptures that are going to help us in our life, that is going to increase, you know, our wealth and knowledge, our wisdom and our understanding. We're going to have to prepare preparation is so important um sometimes you have to prepare mentally to do something different and it's okay if you got to prepare mentally to do something different because that's you know that's going to help you it's going to help you move forward preparation will preparation will help take some of the time off from you going through saying, well, I got anxiety or oh, I'm depressed, this. You have a plan now because you have prepared beforehand what you can do in case such and such thing may come up, in case situations may come up in your life that's unexpected, you know, because, you know, things are always coming up. So when you plan and prepare ahead of time, um, you you have a backup plan. It may not be perfect. And no plan is ever perfect because we're in the will of God, remember, and his plans are not like ours. <laughs> but preparation is important. And you can buy yourself um where we can pray and ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that I need to prepare for? How do I need to prepare? What type of mindset should I have today? You know, it's very important that you pray. Pray on all things that you are doing. All right. So let me uh, move on here. I want to read y'all a, a little quote that I saw by Bob Proctor. And I thought this was so important when it comes down to um, discipline. 
especially those of you that are going through mental health issues like CPTSD, PTSD, bipolar, um, schizophrenia. You know, if you're going through any type of emotional crisis, most likely your mind is steady in the past, just in the past. Every time you see somebody, you're constantly getting triggered, triggered, triggered. And I understand that because guess what? I have CPTSD too, and I was constantly getting triggered and triggered when I didn't understand it. When I didn't understand it, I didn't understand how to handle my triggers and my flashbacks and stuff. I didn't understand all that stuff, but I had to become disciplined and study. And and when I read this, it reminded me of it in a good way. And, and it says, you don't know how much future you got. Did y'all hear that? You don't know how much future you got. Stay out of your past. There's nothing you can do about it. And I remember actually reading this about six months ago. I read that same thing and it pushed me to do more than what I had been doing. I've been thinking this whole time, you know, with this big body, I can't exercise because my body is big. People have told me that I'm big. I can't exercise. You see, it's those words that we hold on to, the cannots, what people have told us, what we cannot do in a season where God is saying, I need for you to get up now and start doing. So who do you believe? Do you believe God or do you believe those voices back there in the past that want you to stay in the in the past? And it's going to be a fight to, you know, get your discipline in there because I don't know any child that likes to be disciplined. <laughs> so, you know, when you parent yourself, you're going to have to discipline yourself and you're not going to like it. Okay. Another thing I read was by Earl Nightingale. Spend one hour a day every day on one subject for five years to be an expert. Well, I believe that because people ask me all the time. They say, Coco, I don't know where you got your experience from, but you know what you're talking about. And that's not bragging on me. That's that's boasting on the Lord. And I can tell you, and it's because I do study because I was going through so many issues as a child. And all I knew is I wanted to live life. I just really want, y'all, I want to live life that bad that I took my time. Even as a child, I had self-help books that my mom had. She had all these medical books. She had lawyer books. I saw the read. I studied. And then even as I got older, it did not stop. My studying still kept going. So I have been studying since I was seven years old for what I'm talking about now. And then when I add life experience in it, you know, yes, if you keep going, you are going to be so disciplined in that area that people are going to become, begin to come to you for the answers. You're going to have something to offer to the people that are waiting on you. And we never know who it is. It's more than just our family. Yes, our family is waiting on us, but it's more than our family. It could be strangers. It could be CEOs. You don't know. So therefore, get disciplined in that area so that when you speak, you speak like an expert because you know what it feels like to be down. You know what it feels like to have anxiety and depression. You know, God can get the glory for your story. 
I taught that at a conference two years ago that God can use anybody that wants to be used. And, and an example of that is I saw these two black guys on the news today. Actually, I saw it a couple of days ago, but I keep seeing it on the news. So, and these are trash collectors, garbage truck collectors. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Electors, they saved a young girl's life. They became a hero just like that because they woke up and decided to go to work. Now everybody knows them. Look at God, <laughs> right? Okay, look at God. Didn't he do that? Everybody knows them now because they chose to do the right thing. And, you know, it was an Amber Alert, so you may know who I'm talking about. I forgot the, the um, young girl's name, but they saw that car out there while they were collecting trash. And, and one of them stepped, they stepped up, both of them stepped up to do the right thing. And it was something that the guy said that really really struck my mind and I was like wow the God said break the silence see something say something that's powerful because that's unheard of in a time like today in a time like today don't nobody want to speak up for what's truly right but everybody wants to speak up for all this foolish stuff but he said see something say something and that's how you have to be in your daily walk with Christ in order to become more disciplined. If something is not right in your life, you see it, you feel it, you say it, and you do something about it. If they had not called 911 to report what they saw, that young's life, that young girl's life would not have been saved. If you do not show up for you to report to yourself what you are going through and to try to find that best help you can find, and it may not always be a doctor, it may just be a good friend that you can talk to. You have to show up for you. Nobody else can do it. You know what your life is like. You know the things that you're going through. I can't sit there and tell you what you're going through and how you ought to feel. You sit down one day and talk to yourself and say, well, this is how I want to feel. I want to feel peace in my home. I want to feel like a brutal woman because I am a brutal woman. You have to speak those things to yourself. Discipline does not come with comfort. In fact, and I hope that y'all have been taking notes because I'm going kind of quick here. So I hope that you, you are taking notes. Discipline does not come with comfort. In fact, you are going to be hated for doing the opposite 
of what everyone else was used to seeing you doing. Um, there's a song. I'm not like what you used to. Um, I'm not like what I'm not like what you been. It's a song that goes, I'm not like what you've been used to. And so, in other words, you don't have to be like what they have been used to you being. Okay? They were used to you being weak and not speaking up for yourself and not taking care of yourself and, and wearing things according to how they want you to wear it. They were used to, who are the they? The days are the people in your life that always cause a disturbance. Okay? That's who the days are. The people in who who deliberately set out to make you have a bad day. You know who they are. You see them every day. Those are the days. So they automatically want to see you do bad. But they're not they you're going to catch them off guard when you finally decide to be your true self because you're getting this discipline that you need. You're now taking the word of God serious. You're not playing with it and just throwing scriptures, but you're letting it touch the inside of your heart, prick your heart and change you and transform you into who God wants you to be. Someone brutal, someone powerful, someone with a strong voice. Don't silence your voice continue to have a a, a strong voice it's not how loud you are but it's how strong you can say something when you really need to say it you know people don't like change so they're not gonna like you but don't stop don't stop being disciplined at what it is that you're supposed to be doing in this world in your life don't give in to the demand of hate and ridicule because sometimes people can ridicule you to the place where they mock you so bad till you be like, man, I quit. I give up. Don't you give up. You, you're either going to fall for, for the temptation to give up or you're going to stand up and say, well, you laugh now, but I'll be laughing later. <laughs> Y'all, I have a testimony on that. I could actually tell you, but I'm not going to do it, um, okay, because it's kind of lengthy. So I'm not going to do it, but let them laugh now, and your pain is going to turn to joy. You may get it later, or you can laugh during the pain. I laughed right through my pain. I ain't going to lie. I laughed right through it. I kept my smile on my face, my joy, and I kept trusting God. That, you know, whatever I need to do, I'm going to do it. If I have to practice not seeing to unsee things, that's what I'm going to do. If I had to speak to my eyes to become more disciplined and to get in alignment with the Holy Spirit, then that's what I'm going to do. If I had to speak to my heart, why are you feeling this way today? God is being good to you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be disciplined and remind myself to to be thankful for all the things that God has done. An example of, of women who um, sometimes let others defeat them and bring them down, I would say is um, a, woman's, a woman I know, she was in this group, and she had lost a lot of weight, and her aunts kept putting her down. And, and because her self-esteem was already low and she was already so emotional, she had lost like about eight pounds. And she was so happy to lose those pounds that she ran and told her family, listen, everything ain't for everybody. I know you want to brag and boast, but I'm trying to tell you it's better to praise God than to boast. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
and, and find the right people to talk to. So, therefore, her aunts, they started picking on her. Oh, that's all you lost? You didn't lose no more than that? That ain't nothing right there. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell the difference. That's how little people will make you feel. Therefore, they turned her victory into defeat because she wasn't disciplined at speaking up for herself. You got to set people straight. If you feel good about yourself, live it, say it, love it, own it. Don't denounce your feelings for immature people who don't have the capacity to tell the difference between night and day, really. They act the same way they do in the morning as they do at night. <laughs> so don't let these people make you disown who you truly are. I feel good about my weight loss, y'all. I even went and got me some Reeboks. You hear me? Reebok shoes. And it used to be a time I would not buy myself anything because I felt so guilty because others in my family couldn't afford the same things. But once I started getting disciplined, I learned that the same God did it for me. He will do it for them as well. So don't denounce your feelings. Don't denounce the things that God has given you. If she would have had a strong sense of security in Christ, it would have made a difference. Because see, it's still the word's still gonna hurt. But she wouldn't have she wouldn't have given up on herself. She wouldn't have given up on herself. She would have challenged who they were. And if they had a heaven or hell to put her in. Uh-oh. <laughs> Folks don't like that. Do you have a heaven or hell to put me in? Well, then frankly, your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't count. And that's what we need to, you know, focus on. We we are here to live. For eternal life. We need to focus on where we want our soul to go. Do you want to be heaven bound or hell bound? And if you want to be heaven bound. That means you're going to have to be disciplined. And start putting people in their place. So that you don't give up on yourself. So that you don't have no negative thoughts toward yourself. And towards the things that God has blessed you with. Proverbs 13 and 24 um, it says, whoever spares the rod hates his son. Let me stop right there. You know, this can, you know, this here. Let me say it again. Whoever spares the rod hates his son. You know, this can go for yourself as well. Sparing the rod is discipline. I mean, it's not discipline. If you spare the rod on yourself, then you're not being disciplined, which means you're not going to grow, which means you, the only thing that you are going to grow is what you're reaping. If you don't discipline yourself, then you're going to reap that say that self hate, you know, you're going to reap that low self esteem. You got to feed yourself something good. You got to feed yourself the word of God and, and get around people who can testify to the goodness of God. Get around people who know more than you. Because wherever the where whoever spares the rod hates his son, and then it goes on to tell us in Proverbs thirteen twenty four. But he who loves himself is diligent to discipline himself. That means that you're going to be diligently seeking ways that you can become more disciplined. And for us women, we are natural dis disciplinarians. Y'all, that word almost didn't make it out. <laughs> Sip time. Sip time, y'all.
it's just weather, y'all. This time of year, this time of year is just. Ugh. I was outside yesterday, and then today I'm back in here with <laughs> dry throat. Okay, so for us women, though, we are natural at it. We are natural at disciplining others. But how about ourselves? It's a natural mother's instinct. It's a natural woman's instinct. You teach people how you want to be treated. If it was your child holding on to a dangerous knife, you would tell your child how to handle the knife with care. You say, child, handle that knife with care so they wouldn't get hurt. Now, people are throwing knives in your back and twisting it, twisting the knife in your back. What are you going to tell yourself? What would you tell your child? When someone stabbed them in the back, you pull it out, you plug it, and you say, you be careful who you go around the next time. Some of you are going around people who are just bad, and you got you got to be disciplined in the areas of, even in the area of trust. You know, that's the same love and care you should have for yourself. Sense of purpose in your day. When you wake up, you have a sense of purpose in your day. But because you're not disciplined, you choose to lay in the bed or you choose to stay on your phone. Even being on this phone too much is undisciplined. You shouldn't stay on your phone 24 hours or at least 15 hours of the day knowing that you got things that need to be done. Come on now. Discipline. Is an unpleasant side. That's, it's just un- unpleasant at times. But this is what we need in order to grow. We have to discipline ourselves. You have to parent yourself. And you have to be uncomfortable. It's going to be unpleasant. But that's the best way to know who you are. And what you are willing to accept. And which you're not willing to accept. That's the best way to know your strengths, your weakness, your fears, your cares. Is to discipline yourself. Because you get to know who you are. Today is a great day or night. Wherever you're listening or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. To start setting boundaries. Be intentional about living your life. Because God is intentional with everything that he does for us. And if we are made, and, and when we know, not if we, but we know that we are made in his image. So we have to be intentional too. I'm giving out nuggets to you. I hope y'all are writing them down. Or at least pausing and writing as you need it. Be consistent at retraining yourself. These are things that you can do to help discipline yourself. Because discipline is retraining yourself to do things the correct way. Be consistent at it. Don't learn one thing and, and stop and think that you've arrived and think that you don't need anything else. That you don't have to do anything else. I've arrived. I've lost a few pounds. I can stop now. Or I've got the job. I don't have to study no more for it. Continue to learn. Don't stop learning. You know, a woman says she lost weight. Um, No, that's not what I was going to say. Don't stop learning. Y'all, I got my notes. What the world? Y'all ever have one of these boys that you just pick up and you 
pop it around. So, um, yeah. Let me get here. Be consistent at your learning. That's right. Okay, I'm back on track now. Because we have not arrived yet. As Apostle Paul reminds us, there is much work left to be done. There is much to learn still in this lifetime that you are living. There is so much to learn. Look how coronavirus came up. And, and they scrambled for results. They, I mean, they scrambled for solutions. There's still so much to learn. And there is so much to do in the body of Christ. There is so much that God wants to do with you. There's so much that he wants to do with you on a personal level. What you see as inconvenient timing can be disciplined timing. You know, a lot of people say they don't have time to be disciplined. They don't have time to study. And, and they consider it inconvenient. But what I used to see as inconvenient timing, I now see that's one of the biggest excuses that we make not to do something that is good for us. We always putting off stuff, talking about it's in, inconvenient because, and, and a lot of the reason why is because Satan does not want you to do anything for yourself. So why not make it, in, make it happen at an inconvenient time? Follow through. And do what you need to do. Even though it is inconvenient for you at the time. Follow through and do what you must do. In order to help yourself. In order to still be disciplined. In order to keep yourself organized. In order to keep your home intact. Follow through anyway. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. And you can follow through. There are some things you can do. You might not can go to the gym right now because you may be doing something else. You may um, be helping the children with homework or you may be at the hospital or you may be somewhere at somebody's house and you can't do like you want to do. But there is always something that you can do, even if you don't move nothing but your fingers in and out, even if you're sitting in place moving your legs, even if you just grab a pen and paper and just start writing your ideas down. There's always time to do something. I'm going to give you an example of it right quick. An example was um, my dad was in the, in the phase of transitioning from a stroke at the hospital. And I was staying with him day and night. I remember it just as good. And at the same time, I'm 36 years old. I have grandchildren. I'm back in college. And I need to get these last classes in because I'm about to graduate with a science degree. And so while I'm at the hospital, I'm like, I can't do my studies. I didn't emailed my um, instructor and told him, look, I'm not going to be able to get these assignments, these assignments in. And my instructor said, listen, your daddy is being taken care of. You are right there with him. Why can you not do your assignment? And I said, because I'm an emotional wreck. <laughs> and my instructor said, you pull it together, get your nerves together, and do your assignment. I believe that you can do your assignment. And do you know that it was fear that was keeping me from doing my assignment? Fear of what people would think about me if I did a homework assignment while my daddy is dying? That's unheard of. She's going to do a homework assignment? And you know what? At the same time, I just had started this radio station right here that I'm on now. I just started the gospel station, and I was like, 
the Stella Awards is coming up, and I need to really do this broadcast. This is going to make history, the first time in history, that they're going to do online um, Stella Awards, you know, broadcasting. And I was one of the broadcasters to be one of the first broadcasters to actually be picked to do that online broadcasting. And I was like, I can't do that from here at the hospital. I can't concentrate on nothing. But you know what? God fixed it. So all I had to do was cut my, use my phone to cut my stuff on. And that was it. They did all the other work. All I had to do was turn on and run, run the show. See, I had to become disciplined in an inconvenient situation. Inconvenient times are going to always pop out. But you have to be convenient for you. You got to be convenient for you. I came out of that with a 4.0 GPA. I ended up being on the dean's list and also um, being the, the commencement speaker. And my gospel station made internet history because I still got the broadcast to Stella Award Show. Had I just took off. And gave in to the fear of what would, what if. The opportunity would have been lost. But because I trusted God and I prayed, I remember um, I was on the, in my Bible, I had it turned to, I can do all things through Christ. And that scripture, I had a sticky note of it written and then I had the Bible in front of me. I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. My daddy slept the whole time, you know, because he's kind of in and out because he's having, he's still having strokes at that time. And every now and then he would grunt, but God allowed it where it was a peaceful night that I could do what I needed to do. So we have to trust God for our times. People's opinions, you know, you can't keep leaning off in people's opinions and keep wanting them to validate you for this and that. Because that's where we fall short at is when we look to people thinking that at, when we look to people and we hold them actually to a higher step, a standard and pedestal, we put them above God. And then the Holy Spirit says, wait a minute, you're doing something wrong and we don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, that's what ends up happening to us. We end up going, you know, in a bad direction. So when we keep God first and we keep our eyes on God, we're able to do the work that we need to do in inconvenient times. We're able to discipline ourselves. And it's good to prepare and create a backup plan beforehand, before you get into any situations. As you know, I told you Earl Nightingale, I'm a big fan of him. If you don't know him, go read him, Google him, get his books, listen to his audios. But he said, um, was it Earl? Oh, Lord, I'm not sure if it was him or not now, but it was something in the military that I studied back in July when I did the Kiva boot camp. And in the military, they said, don't train for the war when the war is going on. You train while you have peace. So you have to train while there is peace. Hebrews 12, y'all. Um, Let me go to it. At Hebrews 12. It teaches us discipline and why we need the discipline. If you can, please go there right quick. We don't have long, and y'all, I'm loving this. I'm loving this for real. We don't have long, but please go to Hebrews 12 and um, go down to verse um, Hebrews 12. Go to chapter 12. 
And right there in verse, I want you to read all of it though. In your own time, read all of Hebrews 12, the whole chapter, okay? But for right now, we're going to go, I mean, read the whole chapter 12. But right now, we're just going to work on verse, um, we're going to go to the fourth verse and start reading. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Go to... Yeah. <laughs> Go to verse 2 first. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne. Verse 3. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners... So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You know, knowing that Jesus is the perfecter of our faith, we got to trust him that our discipline will not be in vain. Just because we're learning to do things in order now. We're becoming organized. We ain't about that confusion in 2021. We're going to discard whatever confusion is coming and become disciplined in the areas of our life that need it. Verse 4 says, In your struggle against sin... Well, before that, it says God disciplines his children. Verse 4. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you. Because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Verse 7, endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate. Not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we are, we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? You hear that? And live. Submit and live. Okay. And live. Verse 10. They disciplined us for a little while. As they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. See, discipline helps you come back to a place of holiness, okay? No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace. For those who have been trained by it, therefore strengthen your feeble arms, verse 12, and weak knees. knees. (laughs) Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Let me tell y'all some lame folk, some folks, some lame folk, but let me tell you something. When you begin to strengthen, <laughs> when you begin to strengthen yourself and stop letting your knees buckle every time certain people come around you, you become strong. You come up out of that lame position, that disabled position. You become powerful. You become a strong voice to be reckoned with. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, having read 
that scripture in that chapter reminds me that the nature of consequences are unpleasant. But we need unpleasant moments in our life. Because we're going to have our fair share of pain. And we're going to have our fair share of joy. In order to learn not to repeat certain behaviors. Alright, so that's why we need discipline in our life. So we don't keep repeating the same things over and over and not learning anything. Okay, so your homework assignment is write out four areas of your life. List four areas of your life that you need discipline in. The second part of it is then write a paragraph for each area, three to four sentences, telling why you chose these areas and what would be the consequences if you don't start disciplining yourself in those areas. And y'all, I tell you, I'm going to do this right along with you as I always do the homework assignments right along with you. I'm going to be doing it with you. And I know there's some areas. If anybody says they do not have areas in their life that need discipline, then I can tell you that you need discipline in lying. <laughs> you need discipline in the area of lying and, and, and learning how to speak the truth because it doesn't matter how perfect we look or how we how good we feel. There are still areas in our life that need discipline. It may be the house. It may be the kitchen. It may be the laundry room. It may be the car. It may be the yard. It may be your taxes. It may be your finances. It may be your relationships, but every area of our life needs discipline. And I thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Kiva Advancement Podcast with Miss Coco. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Kiv Talk. And also on just any of the sites that actually have podcasts, just type in Google Kiva Advancement. You can now go to Amazon, Alexia, Alexa, and all that good stuff. And I enjoy y'all so much. I'm telling you. It's, it's a blessing, you know, when when I can come before y'all and we just have a great time, right? It's a blessing. And don't forget, you can always um, email me, MissCocoBowden at gmail.com. If you have any questions, topics, letters, anything you want to do, just email me so we can get it out here and get it discussed. And so that we could get you back living the best life. Because you know what that scripture just said. It said, and live. We got to and live in the house. <laughs> we got to and live in the house, y'all. All right, so I'm up out of here. I love y'all. Remember to keep me in your prayers. And I continue to keep you in my prayers as well. God bless. <laughs>